0: Hey, welcome to the Abundant Artist, a podcast for creatives looking to create more abundance in their lives, more happiness, more results, more money. I'm Whitney Eland. I'm an actor, writer, and certified life coach, and I'm going to show you exactly how to start feeling better and how to go after your creative ambitions. Hello, wonderful artists. I hope that you are having an amazing day whenever you're listening to this. Today, I am taking you on a special journey with my client calls. So you are going to hear exactly where they were when they started the coaching process, results that they've changed, and ways that they have changed their mindset along the way. So if you are on the edge and deciding whether or not coaching is the right next step for you, make sure to listen in so that you can learn a thing or two and decide if this is right for you. Of course, if you're ready to do this work, please join me in the Abundant Artist Academy. We are launching on July 1st, and I would love to have you there. Have an amazing day. Hello, wonderful people. I am so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that our listeners are going to be super excited to hear from y'all. Why don't we go around and if y'all wouldn't mind just introducing yourselves.
1: Okay. My name is Eliza. Um, I am a dancer and um, aspiring rocket. Yeah, that's... (laughs)
2: So good, so good. Okay, my name is Jenny, and I am a life coach and singer and voice teacher, and also casually am trying to become a better bowler. I love
3: that. I love that too. I'm Maddie. Um, I'm an actor, um, an acting coach, and I own a cat now, and that's part of my personality now, so... <laughs>
0: Wait, is this a new cat? Yeah, wait, have you not met my cat? I thought you had a cat like this whole time. No, I've never had a cat. Wow. Is, yeah, Butter, I'll show you later.
3: It was just
2: always a part of who you were, whether or not you had one. I think you're exactly. right. I like that.
0: Exactly. Well, Jenny also has a cat Percy and Percy loves coaching. I feel like he's he's always excited to see me. So, and I'm always excited to see Percy. So, um so good. Well, I just want to, so starting off, if y'all could just think back a little bit, wait, actually, no. Okay. I'll just keep going. Thinking back <laughs> to where you were at before you started this coaching process, like what, um, I guess like what made you like interested in it and like what, like what results are you hoping to make? Where did you feel stuck in your lives?
2: I'll go. Um, I, before I ever had a coach, I feel like I had lots of dreams and I like knew it was possible, like, and felt like the magic. So to say like, yes, I have this potential, but I had no idea how to get to from point A to point B and just, I had lots of ideas and didn't know how to start. That's how I was before I got a coach.
0: That's so good. Yeah. Cause I feel like all of us as great as like, we have this like part inside of us that and we're able to dream, we're able to be creative, like there's some things that I want to create, you know, for you it's your coaching business and your like art and like building your like your business, all of that. But it's it can be hard to be like, okay, I know that I want to get from A to Z, but I don't know how to get in between all of those steps
1: <laughs> for sure.
0: For me,
3: um similar, but I was just feeling really stuck in myself, just really in my head, um, based on past experiences and like the last year or so of life. And I was, I, I knew that other people were getting there. <laughs> and um, I I also knew, I was like, no, oh, yeah, I can do that, but I can't breathe. So, <laughs> or I, I feel stuck. So, um, so that's
0: where I was at, I think. Do yeah. you remember some of the, oh, sorry, Eliza.
1: Sorry, I was just gonna say, Thought I was feeling the same way. Like, um, like I was doing the most, but not getting anywhere with it. And it, I was just feeling super stuck.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like that's like the, um, the like byline of all my clients is like, cause in, in the coaching world, it's like, there are a lot of people who are like, you know, maybe not taking any action. And I feel like so many of my clients, it's like, they have been taking action, but it's like not working. Right. And so then it gets frustrating because it's like, you have these goals and you see things that other people are creating or that you want to create. And it's like, you feel like you're doing so much and you're just kind of like burnt out and like exhausted and not really seeing the results, which can be like, so frustrating. Um, so I'm curious, like what, uh, like, uh, what do you feel like some of the like shifts were to get you out of that place? And like, what were some of the transformations that you feel like you had doing this, like coaching process?
3: Hmm. For me, I'd been following you for a while. Um, and like a long while (laughs) and I'd seen, um, I don't know. I felt like I felt seen (laughs) by a lot of your content. I was like, Oh, she knows She sounds confident, she is making promises and she knows the acting world and the art world. Um, And she's breaking down thoughts for me, or like even before we started meeting, she's breaking down thoughts that I've had in a way like that I've never had explained before, like why I'm thinking a certain thing or, um, I don't know where those thoughts are coming from and where they can go instead like when I was, I listened to all your podcasts in a row, one drive to like get my car registration or something. And I was like, what, how, how are you, this makes so much, why have I never heard these perspectives before? I want this. So that's kind of, I don't know, an answer to one of your questions. Where Do you
0: asking. remember what like any of those things were that like spoke to you that made me be like, okay, there's something here for me. Um,
3: yeah, it was in your earlier podcasts. And I want to say that, yes, I remember. Let me, let me check at the titles of your podcast and then come back.
0: I'll, I'll just like repeat my podcast. I'm just going to start replaying that whatever episode. You're about. <laughs> That's what I wanted. No, no I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, what if I, yeah, Jenny.
2: Sorry. I was going to say one of the things that I feel like has been the most transformative with my work with you is, um, like curiosity around my thoughts. Like, usually our thoughts create a lot of drama, and I create, and therefore I create a lot of drama in my life. And I've had lots of coaches be like, Well, let's go into this with curiosity. And I've never had the skills to be able to do that. And I feel like that was one of the first things in us working together that I like realized, like, I was like going into a spiral. And then all of a sudden, I was like, I, My mind, a thought that came to my mind was like, Oh, but what else is possible? And I'm like, oh, I think I'm being curious. (laughs) And and it's just been able I've been able to like better pause and not judge myself for my thoughts, but rather be curious. And that also opens up so much possibility of what other things I could think as well as well as other things I can feel. And yeah, and then I don't spiral because I'm not like judging myself for having a thought.
0: It is super interesting. Just like the learning, the skill of how to observe your thoughts, I think is like so powerful. And I think like uh, a lot of the time it's like, we hear these thoughts in our head and the inclination, like, so like what I call is like living on autopilot is when you're just like, Oh, these are the facts. My brain is offering me this. And the feelings that I'm feeling just, these are just like the weather. Like, it's just, just what's happening to me. And And we don't really see the difference between what our experience is and the way that we can, like the the way that we can shape our experience by questioning our thoughts and getting really clear and really specific about that. And I love that you said that it like, and I I love those moments too, where it's like, wait a second, did this just come out of my brain? Like, you know, it's like almost when you, it's like, when you know that your, your client is like making progress is when their own brain starts to. And I remember Maddie, you doing this, this same thing and Eliza you as well about like, sending me emails being like, I think this is what you're going to say. And I'm like, that just came from your brain. But the fact that you're thinking the way that you assume I would think means that your brain is shifting, which is super exciting. What about you, Eliza?
1: Um, I feel like I, when we got down to like the real problems, cause I had all these different problems that I, in my life that I was like, but this and, but this. And, and then when we like finally got down to the base of it, of like, um, believing in myself <laughs> and um knowing my worth and then also like people pleasing that was a big thing for me and um feeling negative emotion was another huge one that as soon as we addressed those things I feel like all of the other problems in my life quote unquote um fixed themselves like they all worked themselves out because they were all related to those things
0: okay wait tell me more about I I'm just curious for like listeners who are hearing this like so you said like either of these or both like people pleasing and like feeling actually feeling negative emotion like (laughs) tell me about that
1: well well, I'll start with negative emotion because I'm still working on that one but well I'm working on both of them obviously but lifelong pursuit all of this is yeah (laughs) um negative emotion I used to be a bottler like I would just shove down any negative emotion whatsoever because I didn't want to feel it and it felt like too much to handle but then it would get to a point where all of it would bubble over at once and then I'd be like ah, I can't do anything <laughs> but um so the things that we worked on specifically was like putting my hand on my heart and saying of course I'm feeling this or really um physicalizing how that felt like embarrassment or frustration or anything like that even just separating it from the drama of like feeling that really helped me to be like, Oh, negative emotion. Isn't that scary? <laughs> and then it would totally. work out and wouldn't hold me back from being able to function on any. Yes.
0: I'm curious, did you notice at the time that you were bottling it up or was that something that I, like, I just don't remember.
1: I think within the last couple years I realized that I bottled it up but I was still doing it anyway because I was yeah just
0: like, no. <laughs> yeah well and I'm, I was curious because I feel like that's another like <laughs> key indicator of like all my clients and, and like both of, of y'all as well that it's like uh you're all so self-aware. You've like done some work. Like Jenny, you had worked with another coach, like, you know, and like all of my clients have like been in therapy, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not like these concepts are like brand new. So it's like having that awareness of being like, okay, there's like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying this was you, but like, I'm lashing it out or I'm like, these emotions are just like bubbling over, but still not, we don't really teach. We don't learn the tools of like what to do with that. And I think that like such a huge part of like creating results is being willing to feel any emotion, right? Like if you're able to feel embarrassment and shame and failure and all of those things, then like creating results is like a piece of cake, but we don't, but like you have to actually like
2: learn the steps to do that.
0: So good. Did you have anything
2: to add? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jenny. Um, I was just going to say, I think that's where I was like most skeptical of the coaching industry in general is that like, I know all these things. I listened to the podcasts. I've read the books. I I have heard the things that you said like a million times before. And then I think where I was skeptical is like, how is this going to be any different? um, Just working with a coach if I already know these things and it just working with you has just made it more elegant, right? Like I could have done all these things on my own. I could have read the books and studied them and figured it out on my own. But like working with you has made it a more elegant process, a speedier process and just like less messy. Like it's still, mm. there's still mess, but it's it's way less than if I had tried to do it on my own. Um, and that, that I thought about that was something that you said and now I can't remember and relate it back but. <laughs>
3: I was gonna yeah, say, right. kind of on top of that, like, I think the reason for me it was less messy was because you would catch me when I'd say something. And sometimes I didn't know that what I was like, sometimes I knew and I was like, okay, she's gonna tell me something that I know. But sometimes it was on stuff that I didn't even realize was a problem. <laughs> so, like, if, for instance, when you, you were talking about embarrassment earlier, um I remember one time we broke something down and I was like it made me feel so mad and dumb and you were like okay hold on <laughs> um one thing you said in relation to that whole thing was like if um what did you say you said something like okay so like what if you what if you are dumb or what if it what if you are those things that you fear you are what then what are you gonna do about it I was like what am I what are you gonna do about it <laughs> yeah all right that's a good one <laughs> um so and that's just a small example there are like probably better ones that I can't remember because I'm not feeling those feelings right now which is cool because now when I feel those feelings I think about the things that you like oh what would Whitney say what would Whitney help me with here how would she stop me right uh but that's just like one example of when we broke down this like big scary emotion that I've always been scared of and have never known how to deal with because I'm too embarrassed to say anything about it. And you just were able to break it down for me in a way that I was like, oh, we can move through this. I can move past this. That's so cool.
0: Totally. Well, that makes me think of this one time that so uh, I graduated college, and then like literally all of my friends that graduated with me booked Broadway within like a year, <laughs> and I just was like, "Wait a second, I didn't." And so then kind of went down this rabbit hole, being like, "What if I'm not as good? What if I'm not as good?" Right? And it kind of felt like this monster living under th- the bed of like me not being good enough. And I think a lot of the times we have these thoughts going back to the idea of like judging our own thoughts or being like, you know, I would hear myself think that and be like, "No." You are good enough. Like this is fine. Right. And like not just shedding light on, like, okay, what if that? And like what so what the process for me was of being like, okay, what if I'm actually not good enough? Like, what if that we just like make peace with that? And then that's something we can like actually work with, right? Is and like a lot of time it is shining a light on those things that we're afraid to even acknowledge or judging ourselves for having. And as soon as you do and make peace with it, that's when you're like, oh, okay. And like your central nervous system like calms down, you can start to think clearly. And for me, it was like, okay then I probably need to like get in more dance classes and more singing and like, you know, or change paths, which is like what I ended up doing. Right. So, um, and, and I think that, but we can never do that when we're like unwilling to look at the things. And and I think to your point, Maddie, like a lot of the time we don't know what those things are because they just feel, feel true. Um, what was that?
3: They feel too big. Like, Oh, I can't, I'm just not gonna, kind of what you were saying about the bubbling up feelings. Ah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I would love, I mean, if if y'all are uh, like, okay. So in terms of quality of life, tangible results, like anything like that, like what what do you feel like is different about your life?
1: (laughs) I feel like, um, for people pleasing, at least I didn't, I didn't really have like great boundaries. I didn't have, I was like trying and using so much of my mental capacity to manage other people's feelings and like try to make sure that everybody thought that I was so great, that it, I was actually just like dying and not not able to put that create or that energy toward creative um, pursuits. So I feel like when I catch myself and I'm able to say, no, I don't want to do that or whatever, and I stop people pleasing, it's opened up so much more time and like peace of mind to be able to create.
0: Isn't it crazy like how much energy it takes up to like be lying to people like so that's that's kind of like I remember talking to Eliza and being like okay so people pleasing that's actually just lying um, <laughs> that's actually just you're being dishonest to yourself and to others and it like feels like such a nice thing to be like oh I don't want to hurt their feelings or whatever but like what ends up happening is like it just it does it totally sucks all of your creative energy and then all of your energy goes to solving other people's problems instead of your own problems. Yeah. So, so crazy. What about uh, Jenny? What
2: about for you? Well, I decision making feels a lot easier, like even big decisions and small decisions. Um, I feel I quit a job that was super toxic in my life and that, wow, like I am a totally different person than I was before. and. Um, I have my I've signed my first two like full fledged coaching clients that weren't like free coaching. And yeah, I have like a better attitude around. Because I've like learned so many self coaching skills, I've been able to like, change my attitude about like, my health and like make really great informed decisions about my health that it's not motivated by shame or anything like that. My mind just feels clearer. So like, I yeah I just feel more like me in general but like I also am getting all these crazy results as well I also went on the first vacation that I have, has ever felt relaxed in my whole entire life so it's been it's a really so great time. Good.
0: well I feel like that that like vacation barometer is like a real thing it's like if you can go on vacation and actually enjoy it like for me, at least, as like a recovering like busybody, I'm like that's when I know I'm like doing my my coaching work because the inclination is like otherwise it's like as a busybody like overwork or whatever is like I'm quote unquote on vacation but I'm really like thinking about my business the whole time and thinking about like acting jobs and like all of these things that maybe aren't working and if I'm able to like actually go on a vacation and like relax that's when I'm like oh that's when I'm believing in myself that's when I'm believing in my results so. I think that's so good. And, and I love also, um, I was, I think I've posted about this. I don't remember where I was writing this, if I actually posted it yet, but just thinking, uh, in the last day or so about how it's like, you do have these like tangible results, right. Of like signing new clients, like leaving your job, like working for yourself, all of that. And yet, like that really is just a byproduct of the other things of like enjoying your life more. Everyone's nodding right now, just for you that are listening, um, but this like, like the results are always a byproduct when you prioritize your emotional and mental health because everything starts in our brains. So Amen. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, what about you? Um, a lot of things.
3: I think I, I was really, last year I was really stuck in this like spiral of comparing, um, just being really sad and angry all the time for various reasons. Um, but I think through coaching, through breaking down all the thoughts, through all that stuff, I've been able to, um, I'm like looking up right now at, I made this, when we were still coaching, um, I made this big list of all these things that I want to do. And before I had that like list in my mind of all these things I wanted to do and wanted to accomplish in theater, I wanted to create. And it felt like oh, I can't do it. Everyone else is doing it and I can't do it. And these people, uh, I had this whole thing, drama, drama, I can't do it even though I want to. And I know I've done it before, whatever, (laughs) but I'm looking at it now and I'm like, oh yeah, I can totally do all these things. I can, um, act in an independent film. I can create devised theater. I can do something with masks and puppetry. There's, it's all sorts on there, but like, and it doesn't feel like, I don't feel, and there are other, I'll, I'll go to that in a second, but like, it doesn't feel like, I don't feel like a crazy person or like a person who like, doesn't know anything or doesn't know what they're talking about by saying these things out loud. Like I can Mm -hmm. confidently say like, yeah, I could probably write a play next year and act in it and devise it (laughs)
2: like
3: like that's crazy. That's something I used to be able to do, I think, but like just after the spiral of a year, I just hadn't been able to. So that was huge for me um and then also i got into grad school like my dream grad school it's like in the butthole of texas i don't know if i can say that here i was kind of stressed about it. okay. but it's okay because the program awesome opportunity for travel hello like all the things that i want in a program is what it is i have a almost full ride scholarship I'm getting a stipend for it so it's pretty awesome it's and, so good. And then I'm working, I, I'm working on this acting coach business. I'm definitely growing and like getting better with creating it than I would have been without Whitney's help. I'm still sort of struggling, but we're going to get there. And I have, have a we're, we're going to get there. I yeah. whatever.
0: <laughs> well, I, I love this. And I also, um, one thing that you said that I, I'd love to like circle back to is kind of this idea. And, and cause I feel like this is also a thing where it's like, almost like a, a lot of this work almost feels like coming back to like who we were as like children. It's like coming back to like who we were before we had all these doubts, before we had all these thoughts about ourselves, before we had pain, before we'd experienced a pandemic, before we'd experienced like heartbreak and trauma and all of these things. It's like, that's who we really are. but we've like, and so a lot of this work is just like peeling that back and letting ourselves like step into more fully. Like you said, like, like maybe two years ago, you did do device theater and then shit happened. And so then it's like, you built up protections, right? Like our brains always are just looking for protection. And so a lot of it is like getting back to that. I also, if, if you don't mind Maddie, I'd love to share, um, my memory a little bit of your audition experience. Is that okay? Yeah, please. yeah. So I, uh, one of the things that Maddie and I worked on, and I feel like, um, one of the things that's so special about coaching is like, it really is coming back to like your, oh, Percy's here. <laughs> oh, I love Percy. Um, see Percy loves coaching, but a lot of this work is, um, really like when you do this work it becomes so tailored and so individualized to like you and your specific goals right it's like it's not like every single one of my clients leaves with the exact same results everyone leaves with the results that they actually want and they actually came for and so a lot of that is and a lot of this work is like in fact what like eliza was saying like prioritizing your own voice over other people's and like getting clear about what you want and all of these things so i remember with your uh auditions maddie is that like you had done the work to get really clear on what you did want in a grad school. And it was very specific, right? Like very specific to what, to your strengths, to what you want to learn to what you want to continue to grow in and all of this. And I remember the first round of auditions you had, it was, um, I think maybe less, uh, less exciting of a response than you had hoped. And so like the inclination then is like, okay, so some pain pops up the inclination is like, okay, let's just make everything more cookie cutter. Let's make this all more vanilla. Like, let's just go back to what, like, you know, like strip away me again. Right. And like build up these walls. And I remember you like doing the work to be like, no, like I'm going to stand in my power of knowing like that what I have is valuable, what I have to offer is like going to be a match for the right people. And so then you were, you found like the perfect match and they're so excited about you and so excited to have you and you're so excited to have them. I think the inclination a lot of the time as artists is to be like, okay for everyone instead of like perfect for the one thing, right? Like, or even like, I remember when I was auditioning for a lot of musical theater, I would get a lot of callbacks but like not booking anything. And looking back, it's like, yeah, I was singing like the most basic song. Like I was just kind of trying to be everything to everyone instead of just be like the one, like hit the nail on the head of exactly who I am and what I bring to the table. Um, Do any of y'all have thoughts about, about that?
1: I mean, I was definitely approaching all auditions. Like I want to be what they want me to be instead of like, this is what I am. And so I was going to audition after audition and just getting cut, 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 because I wasn't, I wasn't offering what I have to offer. I was trying to people please my way through it. It's
0: so crazy how we do that though. Right. It's like all the, all that they want is like someone to like say or do something that's like exciting. And yet we're just like, let me just do what they, what they say. (laughs) It's like all just made up in our head. Jenny, did you have a thought?
2: Yeah, I think, let me see if I can put this into words, but I, I think that like in pursuing what I wanted, yes, I'm getting the results that I'm seeking right now that through working with you and learning all these skills, but also in the process of doing those things, other opportunities are coming to me that I didn't know that I wanted. Like I wasn't pursuing being a musical director or being like cast in a musical, but those opportunities are coming to me now that I am being more authentic in my own pursuits. And like, also, like you mentioned, my creativity is like opening up a lot and like all sorts of fun things are happening that I didn't plan on, but um, are turning out to be great byproducts of going after my dreams.
0: That's so good. Because yeah, I think like once you get more aligned and more authentic with who you are and what you offer, it's like, then it's like, it like almost just puts you on like a different wavelength. So then people are like that, I like that, that's the thing that I want, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. And I think also just thinking for you specifically, I, I love the question, like, what am I like energetically uh, like open to right now? Mm-hmm. And like, I think for you, a big thing was like leaving that job, right? Like that was a really hard, scary thing to do. And I think Maddie, you had similar experience as well, mm-hmm. With like, it, it's like, it can be really scary to leave a situation that like, gives you quote unquote stability, even if it's like wrecking your emotions. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you're like, and and I think like both of you did a good job of like constantly like checking in and coaching yourself and like doing the work to be able to show up. But then it ultimately it's like the the scales tipped and it's like, no, I need to like create more space for something new. And that means like letting go of this safety net that I have and like kind of just free falling and being like trusting that things are going to like open up for me. And they did which is super exciting. Yes. So good. Well, I'm curious, like, what would you say if there's someone who's like on the fence about like starting this process and like joining the academy, working with me, what like either in terms of like reservations that you maybe had or things that you, I don't know, advice you would want to give to someone, like what would you want to share?
3: Um, I would just say like, sure, it was a lot of money for that month or for those two months that I, whatever, like it, it it was, but it was like an investment in myself that was so worth it. (laughs) And, um, because I got specific coaching tailored to me, um, tailored to my needs, I'm sure it will be the same with group coaching. Um, and like the way that I now can break down my thoughts and that I can recognize certain things in myself. I never, like that would have taken me a really good therapist, which is hard to find (laughs) and um, a really long time just on my own. And the process was, it was Mm -hmm. speedy, it was hard, but it was also easy and really rewarding. So
0: I'm, I'm curious when you say it was hard and easy. What parts did you feel like were hard? And like how was it also easy? So it was hard. I totally agree. <laughs> I just <laughs> it
3: was hard for me to share how I was feeling, but as soon as I shared how I was feeling, then it became easy because you helped me break things down. And then I was able, either through you or through myself, able to create specific actions that got me to where like a place where I felt confident and good in myself and good in my choices but I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't have someone to break those thoughts down with. Like weekly emails helped me so much. And I was so thankful for you reading them because I, I was just able to break down all my own thoughts and then you broke them down back to me. It was cool, I, but, but hard in that way, just like in the initial sharing, I think.
0: Well, and a couple of things too. I mean, cause I like, whenever I'm talking to people that are like on the fence about it, it's like, yeah, there is some discomfort, right? There's like some vulnerability. You have to give up some beliefs that have kept you safe. You have to like kind of change who you are. You have to be like willing to make changes in your life. And all of that is uncomfortable, but it's also like really uncomfortable to feel like you're stuck and you're living below your potential. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so it's like, once you believe that that, you know, scale is tips and you're like, okay, it's going to be uncomfortable either way. So I might as well almost like invest this discomfort and get something that I want and get a skill out of it, Yeah. then like that, I think is where coaching is so beneficial. And I think also, you know, something that's important to me as a coach, I feel like y'all probably heard me say this a million times. It's like, I don't, want to be the next like like i'm a filmmaker and actor like first of all right so like i don't want to be the next oprah like it's important to me that my clients like learn these skills for themselves and that i'm not like their guru right and so i think that that was like that's a big part is like and why you know you have to actually commit some time and commit to the process of doing it is so that you can learn these skills for yourself because it ultimately for artists wouldn't be beneficial if you had one person that you were always needing to come back to. And so it's important to me to be like, okay, here are the skills, but then also knowing that like, okay, at each level of your growth, there might be little things or like little check-ins or things like that. So that I guess was the reason for wanting to move to group coaching, not only to help more people, but also so that once you join, you can come back and check in, right. Where it's like, okay, I like this thing is kind of popping up here again, like how do we problem solve on this? So once you've actually like learned these skills, there still is kind of the opportunity for like tune ups. Um, I don't know, I don't remember what my question was. Oh yeah, like reservations or advice to other people. Um, Jenny or Eliza, do y'all have thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, um, I was just thinking after what you were just saying, I don't think I could have gotten those results or changes by myself because I was too in it and like too wrapped up in it that I couldn't actually see what was going on. And I think my, I knew I wanted change, but I didn't know how to get it. And, um, my only reservation really was money. I felt like my relationship with money was just a trip. Like I felt like money was flying out of my hands and I had no control over it. And coaching actually helped with that too. Like now I'm making more money than I've ever made before. And so I, yeah, I just think that because you have access to the things you've learned forever and you can keep working on those things. I remember after I finished coaching, I wrote down like all of the biggest principles that I learned. And every time I'm like starting to slip back into my old ways or something, I can look at that list and be like, okay, which one is it? Which one do I need to work on? So it's, it's things that you can take with you forever. It's not just like a one-time fix. Totally. Well, yeah. And I think because we do have these, like, I
0: feel like it's interesting coaching so many people and seeing that we kind of all have a few specific things that our brain like jumps back to, especially in a new situation, a traumatic situation, like something like that. It's like, our brain just wants to go back to those kind of like old habits. And so once you're clear already on what they are, it's like, oh, hello, old friends. Like I see you again. And then you're like, okay. And this is how we kind of get out of it. Um, But I think also to your point, it's like trying to coach yourself is kind of like trying to read the contents of a jar when you're inside the jar, right? Like it, it, you do kind of need like, even like me as a coach, like I have a coach, right. To like, just so that I'm always thinking about and able to like get that perspective. But once you have those tools and you can start to like, and, and also like that list of like, okay, these are my go-to things that I do. So which of these am I doing? I think is so good.
2: What are your thoughts, Jenny? Um, i would say if you're like in this community and listening to whitney's podcasts or following her and you're wondering if this is for you it's for you that's the answer <laughs> and and then if it's if you like have reservations about like if it you'll get results and just like you are she'll give you without a doubt like without without a doubt she'll give you the skills and the things that you need. It's just up to you to like apply them and like invest in, in the process. And I just think like having lifetime access to Whitney's materials and Whitney's brain is invaluable. <laughs> and like, I, I think it's a screaming deal if money is an issue. I think it's like super, super great opportunity to work with a coach like Whitney.
0: Thank you. Goodness, well, thank you all so much. Do you have anything else you wanna add? I know I kind of just asked for a catch-all, but if there are any last thoughts?
3: I just wanna say, I think that breaking down the thoughts for me, like, wasn't something I'd done before. And so that, in doing that, it helps me remember. Like, cause now when I have my own specific thoughts that I discussed with you, now when those thoughts come back, I like they're attached to this memory of us talking about how to break that thought down. So I'm able to pause and stop myself. And I think that's why um, coaching is invaluable or it was for me. Cause like, I remember I'm not just like, oh yeah, what did we do? Oh yeah, how can I use that again? Which is kind of how I felt in therapy. Not that this is a replacement for <laughs> therapy but it certainly helped me in like changing the way my brain works.
0: Totally. Yeah. No, I think that's a good, I mean, and uh, you know, my sister's a therapist. There are a lot of amazing therapists, but it's a lot of the time, not necessarily the same as giving you tools. Cause a lot of the time it's about like healing. Right. And once you've gotten to a place that you're like healed, then it's like, okay, so now how do we optimize? What are the skills to like start, you know? And I even like to think of it like a, like being an athletic coach, right? Where it's like, you're out in the game, you're the one playing. And like in the halftime, is that what it's called? Intermission. <laughs> in the halftime intermission, whatever. That's when we're going to like strategize and break it down so that then when you're back in the field, it's like, you know the plays, you know exactly how to like go back out there without hurting yourself. I should never make a sports analogy ever again. Someone cut me off. Uh, whose podcast is this? Tell me to stop. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, thank you all so much. Y'all are such great clients and I've been, it's been such a delight to be your coach. And thank you so much for for giving me that opportunity and also for joining me today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're ready to take this work even deeper and to start creating real results, follow the link in my show notes to coach with me in the Abundant Artist Academy, a community of creatives who are tired of being struggling artists and who are ready to start creating more in their lives, more happiness, more bookings, and more money. I'll see you on the inside. Hey, y'all. Whitney Uland here. If you've been around here for a while, you may have noticed that most of my podcast episodes have disappeared. No, you're not crazy. They have all been archived because like you and I, this podcast has evolved and expanded and is now the Celebrity Energy Book Club. The Celebrity Energy Book Club is a free, private online community where it is safe to admit that you want to be famous. In addition to the archives of all 125 prior podcast episodes, this book club has free trainings, exercises, and, well, a book club. Each month, we are going to read a book together and then meet together to discuss exactly how to implement this, to expand in your creative career and create the celebrity energy that you want so that you can create the fame, success, and impact that you know that you are meant for. So if this is for you, then head to the link in my show notes to join us. You will be directed to set up an account in our free community where you can immediately access all of the replays, the trainings, and of course, an amazing community of like-minded artists creating the same thing.